Hello, and welcome back to the Diamonds in the Rough podcast. I'm joined by my friend, new friend, new to the podcast, uh, JT. Say what's up. Hello, everyone. Um, finally, we're doing a Patriots podcast. It's been pretty much all Celtics. I even threw some soccer in there. Very unlike me. Um, but yeah, so I guess, obviously haven't talked in a while about them but pat's got absolutely obliterated by the bills i don't know if even talked about that hate hate to bring that up but uh we're gonna skip that all right we're gonna go off season hold on i I actually think it'd be good to to talk about that because we could we could relate (laughs) that to how we've changed in the off season you know what i mean yeah i i guess that's fair i mean i guess we all remember it though we know what happened we all remember it to summarize it in my opinion Offense wasn't really the issue. Like, they just kind of got in a big hole. I mean, the Bills never punted. <laughs> they, I'm pretty once. sure they scored on every drive, right? Uh, every drive. And then the last time we played them, I was actually at this game. I got COVID during that game. Um, yep. The last game we were at, we made them – they actually also didn't punt in that game. They went yeah, for it on yeah. fourth down and didn't get it. And every drive after that, they scored. So, ever <laughs> since that – that first game we played at Foxborough, that home game, they not once did they punt. Yeah. So <laughs> just a bad really look. it was just defensively. Yeah. I mean, countless third downs where you just were so confident the Bills would get the first down, which is never how you want to be. <laughs> it was the type of thing where it- if they only had three downs, they still would have scored like 35 points. It was it was brutal. <laughs> What it really came down to in my eyes, though, was that we just we could not contain Josh Allen, not even a little bit. He was running loose. The guy's the real deal. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if he can keep it up. I think I'm I'm slightly skeptical on him, but I do think he's he's the real deal. Yeah. Oh, I for sure the real deal. He's probably my pick for MVP this year. I would think. You think so? Interesting. I would think so. Um, but. I honestly have been so basketball minded. I haven't exactly put in the work as far as football, but that's, you know, I'll have official like predictions, you know, after some preseason games and making an official podcast or whatever, which I'll probably have you on for if you would be down. Oh, I'm down. Um, But I think the most of Pat's fans agreed after that game, we need to be faster because it was the type of thing, you know, where Devin Singletary, who isn't the fastest guy, they just give outside the tackle and he would get 10 yards because Dante Hightower just couldn't catch up to him, right? I think that was pretty much the synopsis. Yeah, and not so, to bring up Bills again, but they also drafted uh, Dalvin Cook's little brother in the draft, so it's not true. like we're going to be seeing a lot more Singletary back there. Yeah. No, the bill, the I, Bills are a force. I'm scared. I'm they, really scared about that, by the way, John. Oh, when the I AFC saw East is just a force, honestly. Oh. And the Jets. And there's the Jets, Not, you know, but. <laughs> they're whatever. I, I say we go into the, just rank some draft picks, huh? Sure, yeah. Say guy, give some insight, both give a 1 to 10 rating. Seems fair? Yeah, go ahead. So first pick at 29 was Cole Strange, a guard from Chattanooga. This one got a lot of attention when it happened. A ton of attention. They did. I believe they traded back. We were at 22. We traded 22. Traded back. 
And, you know, I don't exactly know what I was expecting. I think I was just hoping linebacker. I think that's kind of what I was just hoping the whole time. I didn't really know what they're going to do. I was like, it's really deep corner drafts. I could still get a good one. Devin Lloyd got picked. So, I mean, if you wanted a linebacker, it kind of would have been a reach. I didn't really know what they were going to do. I was willing, willing to accept what they did and they made it tough. So what, what, what would you rate it? I'll let you go first. You, what did you rate it? So, all right. So, like, from my understanding, he's good, right? Good guy. I just fear the competition he played against. Because I'm pretty sure they had one Bama game, and I don't think he did very well in it. Or did he do well? Um, personally, I'm not sure. I heard good things about him though. I heard like he, in his senior bowl, he had really like high highs, but he also was getting like, he was getting like outpowered sometimes. He was getting pancakes sometimes, which is not good. He seems like he definitely needs to gain weight. When I saw he was like 290 for an interior lineman, I'm like, that can't, that's not going to fly in the NFL. So, you know, I, there's obviously part of people being mad because it's like not a flashy pick. People think they could have got him later. I think he would have gone high second round. So I don't think like it's a terrible 100%. reach, you know, 100%. like they reached, but it's also, that's who you like. It's who you like. So, you know, and you if know, he, and it, it's bill too. And you know, he doesn't care about your pre-draft. They have their own in-house thing. And they're going to pick players that they think fit their system and they're good personality guys. And another thing was like, you, I'm sure you remember like Sean McVay was like laughing at the pick when it happened. Yeah. I think people misinterpreted that when it happened. People were like, oh, he's laughing at them because we picked an interior lineman so early in the first, or not early in the first round, but in the first round. He was laughing because he was, they were hoping that he might be available when they got to pick. Yeah. Yeah, they these teams thought they were big brain by being like, oh, this Cole Strange is going to be good, right? I think that's what a lot of them thought. But, I mean, here's the thing. If he's a great starter, it's an amazing pick, right? Anytime you can get, like, a hypothetically a 10-year starter, like a Shaq Mason-type starter, it's great. Because they did get rid of Shaq Mason. They had to address it. They had to pick a guard. So my rating would have been, like, a 3 out of 10. But but because like Scarnecchio proved it and liked them and they have a good track record of drafting interior linemen, it's a five out of ten for me. All right. So it's like it's okay. And you know what? I mean, I talked to you the day after the first round of the draft. I remember talking to you in class and we were actually in AI. And oh, yeah. you immediately said, Don't like the pick, don't know who he is, don't like you were just so negative. And I was like, John, it's gonna be okay. It's the it's classic, a, it's, you you overreact, you listen too yep. much to the other people. And I just needed, I needed time to think. And, you, you know, it was also a combination, which I admitted, I also enjoyed the Titans and they traded AJ Brown. And I was just all kinds okay, well, of upset was, before the pick. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was huge news too, though. We, we would have loved him. But yeah. anyways, I'll, I'll go to mine. I'm honestly going to give it like a solid, like, 7.7 out of 10, like with oh, decimals. decimals. Yep. Okay. With okay. decimals. Because I personally really like the pick because I think it really, enca- like, it's going to encapsulate the whole offensive line and really seal off 
any issues we could have had. And I think another thing is that moving Trent Brown to his side is going to help one mentor him as a rookie and Trent Brown being a, a long-term player who's been in the league forever and in the patch system for a long time, he's going to be able to help him. And he's like the biggest dude we have. Yeah. So oh, he'll help think, him eat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, he's, he's heavy, but Trent Brown is ginormous. Oh, absurd. If you've ever gone like to, I go to like the season ticket holder, like yep. practices Ooh. and it's like, Oh my God. He stands out like a sore thumb. We'll get yeah. it. We'll get into the O line later, though. We can talk about that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll go. We'll go to the next pick. All right, next, next pick. Who's the next, next pick? Second rounder. The controversial pick. They got an you. impact this player. Very they controversial got an impact for player. you, John. Wide receiver Tyquan Thorne out of Baylor. Fastest forty in the draft. Right, heard it all. And um, I'm very terrified of this. Now, what I will say. He's not like John Ross in the sense of he's the fastest player and that's it. This guy has skill. There's a lot of things to like. He's very fast. Like once the ball is snapped, he's not just like a, once he gets going type of fast and he has good hands and all that. And I get it. I'm just worried because like Pat's wide receiver development is not good. It's just not. Um, And I, I don't believe the notion that, this was a reach like this guy was going in the second round once you saw the 40 you knew he was gonna go up two rounds at least and he was originally a fourth round pick yeah so this was the right time to pick him i'm pretty sure the steelers were going to pick him like three picks later yep and they were stuck with george pickens who i think i would have rathered honestly but as far as taekwon never in any no not, not a George Pickens guy. Okay, well, I don't. It's not him. It's never in any world would we have ever picked him because of all of his off-field okay. problems. Never is... in any world would we have picked him. I don't think. It, wait, is it off-field? I thought it was just on-field. He's like an asshole. No, nah, it was off-field too. There was like a bunch of stuff from Georgia. I don't. I, I was like, yeah, we're not drafting him. All right, we won't get into it. I've just seen some of the videos and they're kind of funny to me. They are funny, but like, <laughs> they're not. It's not what they want though. They would never. Yeah. They, they like coachable guys, and that's that's who this guy is. Exactly. So I liked – I would say I'm just going to give it a 5 out of 10. Oh. 5 out of 10. I I think, like, I, ha- I decreased the rating simply because it's the Patriots and wide receiver development isn't good, but I was just happy they got a weapon for Mac, and he's in a pressure-free uh, position, honestly, because I like the wide receivers we have but that's, we'll get into that. So you go with your rating. So I'm going to, I was going to say the same thing though. Like he has very little stress on him this year because I don't think we're going to get rid of Nelson Aguilar, even even though his cap hits so high. I do think we're going to keep him this year strictly because one, if we cut him, it would give us so much dead cap space, which would be really bad for us. And I think that Taekwon Thornton is actually a really solid replacement for Aguilar after this year when he's off, he were no longer contracted to him. And I think he'll honestly replace, he might, I mean, I, I haven't heard crazy things out of mini camp and stuff like that saying that like, he's, you know, balling out of his mind and he's being this amazing stud that like was such a steal, but I've heard, I've heard that he's doing well and he's, he's definitely burning people in the, he has, I think they had him running like five different routes, a lot of, a lot of go routes because he's obviously like that's his thing. Yeah. 
but I don't know. I, I honestly really like his um, – one thing you didn't mention is he has – I think he has a really nice catch radius. Radius. People were saying that he – out of the draft that he didn't, like, catch well or something, and I – I did. I did go back and watch a little film on him because I, you know, it's a pat, it's a receiver. That's something you can easily watch film on, and it's all out there. So I went and watched it, and like this dude, look out here looking like Julio Jones on the Baylor <laughs> offense, going up and catching balls over dudes. Like he looks he, fine the way he was catching the ball, and I saw tons of stats saying that he was like he caught like so much of the stuff that was catchable. So like I'm not worried about any of that stuff. The only negative I saw from like looking at him was his change of direction isn't there yet he's not that fast with it but that's like normal all wide receivers are gonna have like some issue or most wide receivers right like the stuff of like he's weak and like his you know he's his hands weak. and all that I don't think he's that weak he's just he, like you can see it in his arms though when you look at his arms he's not this like no but like they're saying he gets like, like pushed around and can't catch in traffic and all that and that's you know yeah he's a skinny dude but we'll see yeah. Hey. I don't think he's gonna play. So back to I'll give him a rating right now. We can move off him. I for a rating, I, I'm gonna give it a six point two. I do really like him though. I have high hopes. Not this year. I don't think he's gonna play a lot this year. No, strictly because we have pretty deep receivers. So I think he's good. He'll play a little bit. Not he's gonna have like specific plays where it's like he's an option, and then there's all these other options. But like, you know, we'll see. I, I think you're gonna see a lot of inactives from him to be honest like that's just what i think but i you know we'll see I mean, this isn't this isn't his year he's a long-term project no, and like future we, years that he better glow up that's the key yes like it's max second year so the the hope is they grow together right mm-hmm. we'll go to the next pick which i will just preface is my favorite pick oh yeah third round marcus jones cornerback out of houston unreal kick and punt returner he even played some wide receiver which was quite interesting um no he's not playing wide receiver i know he's not but I, I, you it's, said it i was like it's just kind of cool it's, it's kind of cool. cool but this is not it's not happening he just looks like a jonathan jones replacement which yeah. i like and is needed and very tough um which i like to see just like you watch him and you're like yeah i like this guy that's just it. He's just a gamer. He's a football player. He likes to be out there. I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. I got a nine out of 10. I mean, this is one guy I have heard so much about out of mini camp. He sounds like he's been unreal in mini camp. Like he's playing with the starters, like all that, all that jazz, like the things you want to hear out of a rookie, especially with the, I don't want to say thin corners we have like in terms of depth, but as being a third round pick and immediately being an impact player is like that. What more could you ask for? Like a def a hundred percent, at least a nine out of 10, I'll give it a 9.2 out of 10 because I'm, I'm, I love it. I mean, we obviously haven't seen him cover like some crazy athletic receiver who could, you know, put some crazy move on him, but that'll come in the season. Well, I'm sure he'll have plenty of opportunities to play some crazy receivers. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. And then it came back in the fourth round. With another Jones, we got all of them. Marcus was, Jones, Mac Jones, and now Jack Jones, Arizona State, another cornerback. He's more of a bigger cornerback. I think he's still a little a little small, but he'll probably be outside, playing on the outside. Um, uh, you can kind of like start. Gilmore. 
vibe in terms of like the height and stuff kind of like a bigger guy he's not gonna be going i don't want i don't want yeah no no, no, no it's not. gilmore but like he has like the gilmore build because you know gilmore was never like the fastest flashiest guy flying around in the backfield but uh or in the on the field but he was um very productive and i believe jones by the way too many joneses this needs to stop they need to stop <laughs> crafting people with the last name jones it's it's getting out of hand. I'm getting confused because I see Jones and I'm like, that could be like three to four people. So, yeah, you know, if it's on defense, that's three corners. Yeah. But um, I did like this pick, actually. I, I mean, just more depth. I don't know if he's going to get the, the same playing time as Marcus. Or Wait, did I have the names mixed up? No, I was right. I don't know if he'll play as much as Marcus, but um, I do think he'll be a, a factor at some point. Well... The word from camp is he's been insane. They're oh, really? talking huge steal. I see the one of the first articles from ESPN saying he's going to be in the mix to replace JC Jackson. Like people are crazy high on that. And I like I like the pick. I thought it was great value. I knew in this draft that like the cornerbacks were deep. I know, like insane. That's why I love. I absolutely like I know people were making fun of our draft a lot, but I absolutely loved going cornerback to back right here. I you could you like I like people were on the first two picks, they were like, uh, like you know, whatever. Personally, I'm I was a fan. You can tell by the ratings. But these two picks back to back here at corner, which is something we so desperately needed. Yeah. Is, I thought was really positive for us. So yeah. I'll go ahead and give him a grade. Um like again, you said he's doing great. Another nine, another nine. He's another corner. Give it to me. He's doing good. I'll I'll say before I saw all the good stuff, I had him at like an eight out of ten. I was like, he seems solid. Like based on what I've seen, he seems like he's going to be a solid guy. You're not going to have too many complaints with a fourth round corner who plays like this. The glowing reviews are very uh, intriguing mm-hmm. to me. I'll say, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge him after the reviews. You know, he can he yeah. can prove me wrong. You know. Yeah. Prove me yeah, I mean, eight out of ten is that's pretty good score, pretty though. Great. But you can't really be disappointed with that. He'd have to really be a stud to make you be like, "Wow, I was wrong to give him an eight. Yeah, I, I definitely saw. But the problem is, is that they're both Jones, so I don't know. It could have <laughs> even been. It could have been him, and the whole time that I was seeing that he was being crazy in minicamp. But I'm just, I just cannot differentiate them. There's so many the same last names. Yeah. Well. um We'll go. We'll go a little faster with these. Yeah, next let's go. Ones. Let's go. Like once we get into the sixth round, we can kind of. Yeah, once fly. we get in the sixth round, we'll fly by them. But we'll give in more insight on these next two guys. I mean, which, those are like the core. Like, really, maybe this next one too. I actually really like this guy as well. But after this, it's kind of. Yeah. So Pierre Strong, running back, South Dakota State Patriots, falling with what they said. We need to get faster. They take the fastest running back in the draft. And this guy put up some NCAA football numbers here. If you if you want to look at it, I mean, my my reaction was just we have running backs, and this doesn't seem like a like a soul like he can catch in the backfield, I guess, but he seems more of like an all purpose back. So I was kind of like, I don't, I don't know. Like I love the player, just like the fit and with what we needed. I wasn't sure picking him in the fourth round was necessary like it was I was the kind of thing of like I rather you pick another corner you like if you see it like I would have been so 
like the player I have a high grade for, I think he's extremely good. And it's also kind of weird because I still want to re-sign Damian Harris. I thought when this they made this pick that they weren't going to do that, but they still want to do that. So I'm not really sure. So I'm giving it like just a five out of 10 because I'm not sure how he fits in, even though I love the player. I, I can tell you how he fits in. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is James White is only under contract for this year and very injury prone. We will not be re-signing him, shocker, after this year. Pierre Strong is the replacement for James White going forward, or at least that's the plan. We can see if that works out or not. It's the speed. I mean, the catching will come. I don't even think he was that poor of a catcher. He's obviously not like – that was never his role. But I could easily see him being the third down back. as If he can pick up – because this is the thing with the third down backs in New England. If he can pick up the blocking schemes, like and figure out who to block when he has to, he will 100% replace James White. But if he cannot and not mentally like, be able to you know, figure out who's coming, because it is hard. I, I, won't, I won't act like it's easy. Like There's many running back. Like You don't see Damian Harris ever doing it, and it's not because he can't catch. It's because blocking is not as simple as like it's just they're coming right at you. Like They're coming from everywhere. Like You have to block somebody. That's why they got the Bolden love. That's why he yeah. plays so much, and fans are like, come uh, on, dude. I it, need to see more of this. No, that was terrible. That was really bad. Yeah. But, but so, yeah, what's your grade? You gave it a five. I gave it a five out of 10. I'm going higher than that. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I actually really like the pick. I think for the future, great pick. I like the guy. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, you have Harris and Stevenson. It's already recognized as like an amazing one, too. And okay, like but- fourth round is just like a little, like, I still feel like in the fourth round, you can get stuff to help you. And Plus, you got to realize I'm out here like, yo, we need a freaking linebacker. <laughs> yeah. How long did you wait for that? Okay. Well, you know, still waiting. We're, we're still waiting. Yeah. Next pick, I think, shocked everyone and people needed to just breathe, it, I guess. It wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't that big of a deal. But in the fourth round, still, they take a QB out of Western Kentucky, Bailey Zapp, who was a stud. Uh, again, NCAA football type numbers, absurd numbers. <laughs> like, I, I, how many touchdowns? It was like seventy touchdowns, something ridiculous. I like, will look it up for pull you. That up, it was I'll, like, I'll pull up the actual stats because it's the thing you see and you're like, why is he a fourth round? Even though, like, gonna, obviously, he's not. I'm gonna spitball it. I think it was like seventy touchdowns in like six thousand or five thousand yards. Something five thousand nine hundred sixty-seven passing yards. I was very sixty-nine close. completion percentage, Dude. sixty-two touchdowns. All right, well, I was off on the touchdowns. but Passer rating 168.9. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's absurd. It's well, absolutely think, absurd. You know, you know, again, this is just a Patriots pick right here. They yeah. the, Honestly, this whole draft was very Patriot-esque. You know, they go they, – except for the receiver. That was kind of – that was for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> they, went, they went linemen. You know, they get corners. It, what do they do? They get another running back because they love their running backs. And then they get a freaking backup quarterback because what else would you draft in the fourth round? <laughs> and I mean, it, it even makes sense. We get rid of Stidham, Stidham immediately after we go, he goes to Oakland because McDaniels loves him. Maybe that's why he was on the team the whole time. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He literally oh, never we were big fans. We were Stidham fans for a bit. There was a period of time. There was a period. We like, we watched Stidham. Like the uh, the KC game, I think. 
when Hoyer started. We were both like, why can't Stidham start? Oh, that, that there was, was a reason. COVID year. Yeah. But I mean, hey, like the way the way I rationalize it to feel okay about it is I'm like, clearly this is Hoyer's last year. Yeah. And Hoyer, as we know, can't throw a football, but is very smart, which is a big part of being a QB. So Hoyer's going to like show him the ropes and be like, this is how you be a backup. I know. I know. Right. It's like we drafted a backup QB in the fourth round. But um, I mean, you know, it might be kind of nice for Mac, like to, you He's know, another have guy, though. backup or clearly there's a personality thing they like about him. Right, because they picked them that high. But I'm gonna give it uh go ahead, say it. I'm gonna give it like a two out of ten, man. That's fine, dude. I mean, listen, it's not like it's not what you want to see in the fourth round, but I understand why they did it. I understand it, and I still don't give a damn. <laughs> it, it just hurts. It does hurt. Is there a no bit. undrafted QB? You're like, oh, he looks like a good person. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, Bailey Zapp is not beating out Mac Jones. Stop it. To these, well, Yeah, but that's not what it's about. They just, no, dude, man. I don't even know why they did it. I'm, you're right. Like, come on, dude. Like, you're telling me there wasn't a guy. You're like, he is a smart QB. He just can't throw the ball. He could be a, the Hoyer replacement. He's undrafted. On and, a side note, I don't, also, I don't think he's the Hoyer replacement. I think he's the Stidham replacement. Oh, I don't God, even dude. think he's at the Hoyer oh, level yet. God, then you better give him a one or something. <laughs> But I'm saying I'm getting there. But on a side note, we were talking about Hoyer. I pray that after he retires, he, he becomes a coaching member of the Patriots. He like won't. works as a he coach somewhere. His Do wife I, was like, I, "He, I'm not letting him do that." Oh my god! What become a coach? Yeah, he was like, he he has no interest, and I wouldn't let him. Like it's oh not happening. It, yeah, my brother that. and I had the same reaction. We're like, "Are you kidding me?" Whatever. We all hold right, on to this guy on. all the time. I'm gonna give it. To... I'm gonna also give it a two. I'm actually gonna give it a one point nine. I'm gonna <laughs> less than you. That was. It was a pick in the draft. That was. That's all it was. Yeah, my brother and I were like, we built all this rapport with Hoyer, give him all this money to hope he'd be the QB coach in the future, and he's like, no. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. Re- I'm retiring and gonna go hang out with my kids. I mean, fair enough, but we're gonna we're gonna rapid fire these. Yeah, go ahead. Just give it great. The, the last four. All right, Kevin Harris. Three out of ten. Why the hell did we pick another running back? I don't care. I get he's a tank and whatever. And goal line guy, shut up. All right, what do you got? I'm I'm going with a three as well. Three point one because it's another another big boy. They love big boys. Yeah. Um. All right. Defensive tackle Sam Roberts. Um. I think it's Northwest Missouri State University. I don't know. He blocked some kicks. That's pretty cool. Special teams guy. I'll give it a five. Yep. Um, go six because we kind of sometimes we do be needing uh, D tackles. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's got that wingspan for blocking kicks. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Chase and Hines, center, LSU, seven. Yeah, sure, six. I'll go with a six. We yeah, got, I mean, we got Andrews. He's never gonna play LSU. I mean, it's a it's a good school. He must be all right, right? Um, Andrew Stuber, tackle, Michigan. Honestly, like. Eight. I, I was going to say, I was going to go a actually like pretty decent, especially for a seventh round tackle. Now, in the seventh round, great value. The last seventh round pick I actually liked. It was like, he might have a chance. Uh, he retired the next year. 
Who's like that? Woodard, Dustin Woodard. Oh. He actually seemed pretty good. I, I liked him. Oh, I he, remember like, that. And that then he like, retired. And I was like, all right, I guess he's not. <laughs> Didn't nobody have like health issues? It was like a problem. No, there was some, there was something deeper, but okay. I was like, all I, right. I was all right. Those are so, the picks. those are all the picks. Overall, I give the draft like a four out of ten. I'm gonna be honest. Overall, I'm gonna give it a little higher. I'm gonna go with like a six point five. Because I actually did I liked a lot of the top of the draft. It was just once we got into that, like right below the corners on actually on right after their first running back pick, I got a little lost. And I think Bill was a little lost in the sauce too. I don't, but you know. I don't know. I just have kind of like when my first impression, when I have to like reason with myself to try to be happy about it, it's probably just not a good draft. And (laughs) And I feel like I had to do a lot of that. And I saw you every day after these drafts because we were both in college together in the same class. And every day it was just another pain for John. He was just (laughs) hand in or face in hands. Just I couldn't pay attention to lecture. You were just like, what are we doing? I couldn't pay attention. I told you that. Listen, I told you the Cole Strange and the receiver thing was going to be okay, though. Those were fine. And then we obviously loved the corners, but. Yeah, but I think a good transition to talk about some of the issues we see with the Patriots is, you know, an issue I think everyone going into the draft acknowledged and they decided not to address it. And that's linebacker. Now, here's how they've addressed it. They kept Bentley, which I, I'm like, okay, he's young. He Wait. has the mindset, you know, the Patriot way, all that. Cool. Still need some linebackers with speed. What it seems like they're doing is they're going, okay, we're going to sign Jabril Peppers on cheap, which was a great deal, by the way. He's a yep. great player. For some reason, no one wanted to sign him. So the Pats like, we're going to be a one-year deal for cheap. Prove it deal. Yep. Love those. Perfect. He, he's played the box before. Kyle Duggar also loves to play that spot, right? And then the Patriots were like, we picked our linebacker. It was Cameron McGrone last year who redshirted. And I'm just kind of like, guys. Well, let's wait and see, though. We're not sure yet. Dude, you can't tell me like, hey, our fifth round linebacker last year is going to make a big impact, dude. Uh, that's what they've been saying. I don't, I don't care. It's like, no, no, no. But hey, yeah. look, like. Then you're forgetting one more. You're forgetting another addition. Mac Wilson. Oh, Mac Wilson. From that's Cleveland. Right. Yep. yep. That's, um, a good, that's a good addition, though. Bama kid played with Mac. They, they had interest in him guys. in the year he was, you know, I mean, hey, that when that happened, I was like, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, but like, I'm still like terrified. Okay. <laughs> like, Let me look at the depth chart. Yeah. What do they list as the linebackers? Like, so, Brandon King's like the fourth linebacker. I bet. He's not even on the thing. He's not even oh, on, is he not on the team. Inside linebackers, because I'm just going to do inside. Uh, Jawan Bentley, Mac Wilson. I don't even know who these guys are. I couldn't, I couldn't pronounce their names if I wanted to. And then McGrone is on here, too, the guy we were talking about. Cameron. All right. I'm going to – I'll I'm take a look to sure see if I can are. try to pronounce them. When did we draft these guys? Are these even – Raekwon McMillan. Yeah. And Harvey Lange, I guess, is back. That, I, yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know who those guys – they're high on the depth chart than McGrone for some reason, but they've been really high on him for some – I hope he's good. Because if if for whatever if our linebackers 
can be good this year and actually like produce, which means tackles, containing the quarterback, guarding tight ends, because we're going to have to do a lot of that this year based on yeah. the teams we're going to talk about. Yeah. If they can produce, you know, barring the corners being terrible, which is possible. Yeah. I could see a good world where our defense is actually decent because our front seven is okay. I should say our front line is pretty good. Ends, tackles are very Here. good there. There's a lot of question marks there. And should we just go? Should we just transition right into that? Honestly? Yeah, go ahead. Because I think we, we set our point with the linebackers. It's scary. There's no like insight we can give. Yeah. So like, all right, Barmore, Barmore, Godchow, like the the D tackles I'm kind of okay with because Barmore to me is like a stud. You know, and Godchow is very good in run defense. I just think they didn't have like Barmore's getting triple teamed. So it's, that's kind of the – it was kind of – I think teams were like, if we shut down Barmore, the running game is ours. That's kind of what they realized. So it's just like yeah. the linebackers have to step up. But, I you know. And they, I they think also Godshaw, Godshaw needs to be better this year. We are paying him a ton of money, and he's supposed to be that, like, nose tackle, filling two gaps, yeah. just being an absolute menace on the line. And he did he had not moments, do that last but- year. Um, yeah, he wasn't consistent enough. I'm just like, look, Judon is good. I think he played with something last year because you can't go on that kind of run and then just do nothing the rest of the year. I feel like he must have been hurt, but I have no worry about him. I, I'm actually I'm high on him. I think I actually think our outside linebackers are probably one of our strongest positions besides safety, because safety is obviously we are out of this world strong at safety. Yeah. I, I'm just worried because it's like, look, we're kind of relying on Uche, Ronnie Perkins, Anthony Jennings, guys who haven't really done anything. Mm. And we're like hoping like – I think what we're going to do is we're going to do like the classic like rotate them. Yeah. Keep them fresh and just have them go. We have a bunch of the same type of players and just keep them fresh and have them make a play. There's nothing wrong with that though. No, like, that's how we've done it. Guys. I think it's pretty good. I'm just like – can one of them break out? You know what I'm saying? Can yeah. can it be third down? You throw Uche in there, and like it's actually a problem for the defense, right? Yeah. Rocky Ronnie Perkins loved the pick last year. He redshirted. He needs to be good. He has to. I'm sorry. Like if the, if the defense is going to work, he kind of has to be good, and it's a lot of pressure to put on a second year guy who redshirted. That's just my thing. And then, uh, do we want to talk about the corners? Because that's a uh, yeah, that's that's a Because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I actually feel pretty good about the linebackers and the the D tackles. It's the it's the corners where I'm a little I, slightly worried. Not safeties; those are not included in corners. I mean, the safeties are also part of linebackers, which is why I'm not the most nervous about linebacker. Yeah, but uh, I guess you could also. Versatile. We're going to have very versatile. We're going to be a versatile back. defense. We're going to also going to be so undersized. Yeah. Well, gonna, not too bad, but. I, I, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe in the secondary. In the secondary. We're, they're going to have to get creative for this defense to work, I think. Good thing. Well, we actually but forgot an issue. We, on, we, like, we're we're going to get to that issue. You know the issue. We're going to get into it. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk corners, and then we'll get into that issue. Deal. So corners, year one is Malcolm Butler. You think he's going to be the one? 
that's who's listed as the one. Is he really? Why yes. did I not see it? Coming out of retirement, Malcolm Butler. Uh, now, the Pats did say it's like he never left. Okay? They did say that. Oh, it's Jalen Mills. That's the one. I thought he was a one. Jalen Mills I'm not worried about. He As the year he two, play. he's solid. He surprised me. He, he really did. But he was a good number two, and I think he, it hurt us that he didn't play in that Bills game. But he wasn't saving anything, let's be honest. No, not that. But like, we were getting dunked on regardless. Yeah, Butler as the number one. And let me also preface, J.C. Jackson had to go. I'm not hearing these people who want to pay him. I'm not paying him that money when he gets torched by Stephon Diggs three times a year. Yeah. I, I'm not glad he's gone because he was fantastic for us. He was. But he got paid like he was Darrell Revis. And not. he's not Darrell Revis. He's not. So we'll he's see. Not, he's not that guy. No. You know, but no, not trying to slander. Just that's my thought. But like, okay, so Malcolm Butler and Jalen Mills are outside, which is just scary. I think your slots are going to be fine because you'll have Jonathan Jones, Marcus Jones, and uh, Jack Jones can also play the slot. I think your slot guys are good. Your, your real, like, hope, I think, is that Sean Wade can be okay. That's, like, your only hope. Because Sean Wade, for those who don't know, was on the Ravens last year. They drafted him. In preseason, he had a zero um, rating. Like, no one did any – it was actually a negative to throw on him in preseason. I know it's preseason, but, like, he played at Ohio State – Played at Ohio State, um, and he was supposed to be, like, a top pick. And I don't remember what happened, but he fell to, like, the seventh round. <laughs> yeah. and But he was good in the Ravens in preseason. The Ravens, for some reason, were like, Patriots, you give us a seventh-round pick, we'll give them to you. And I think they were like, okay. Yeah. We took them. So I think and that's, like, your dark horse that you hope for. I also see Terrence Mitchell is very high on the depth chart. Yep. Do you have any insight on him? I, when when the majority of your career you played for the Browns, I don't have a lot of high hopes. I've I've heard his name a lot recently, but the, I have no the, insight. I know it's social media, but I do notice when like the Pats put certain guys in their social media all the time, and he's in there very frequently. That's so like he's gonna be playing clearly. They. Act like he's very good, it seems. Have like. him listed on the left side as the starting corner. Oh, for you, maybe. I'm on ESPN and it's not on the Patriots website. Okay. <laughs> so Terrence Mitchell apparently is that guy for them. Okay, they have, but I think by the way, they have Butler. I, they have Butler below um, Jalen Mills on the right. So Butler's going to be the third corner? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, okay. that would be okay with me. I mean, yeah, it's just tough when Terrence Mitchell's like the one. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe like somehow get Marcus Jones and Jack Jones, one of them in there. Just get them in. One there. of them, please be good. <laughs> please, dude. It's it's kind of we. I think we addressed that issue of how it's scary hours with the secondary. Yeah, it's. But I think they do have a good amount of help though. Again, with the safeties, they're gonna have a lot of help over the top. So if they can just keep keep the like there's immediate stuff good. I don't know a team that has a position that has more responsibility for a defense than the Patriot safeties. It is absurd everything they have to do. 
I, it's a good thing they have four elite ones, and I'm saying elite. I don't care what people say. Oh, that's facts. De- I mean, Devin okay. McCourty, I would get name him off. Uh, what's his name? Adrian Phillips, uh, Jabril yeah. Peppers we got in the offseason, and my boy Kyle Duggar. I, I think him. they're all amazing players, personally. And I, you know, if you want to disagree, fine, but I just disagree. I think they're all very good players. I agree. But we'll move on to the next issue, which is the coaches. Josh McDaniels, scumbag, took like five of our coaches. Really did. That was kind of that was kind of messed. And up. even Bill was pissed about it. But here, okay, so the offense, I'm not worried about. I'm actually very intrigued, and that's my biggest hope is that the offense takes a step. I'm not even really caring about record this year. I don't have high hopes for the team. We'll get into that. But <laughs> like that. But it's just nervous. That's like Joe Judge and Patricia is your offense coordinators, basically. Thank God Mayo is still here. Yep. But I, I mean, they took a bunch of guys. I don't. Even, I don't know all the guys they took. But the funniest thing to me was Bill Belichick got so fed up with the, all these coaches leaving that Elliot Wolf, who do you do you remember his job title? I don't know. He was in the front office now. He is in the front office, but he's he was being interviewed for GM positions, right? And he stayed with us, but clearly he was like the guy as far as draft personnel. Like he made the most sense to be making those decisions, basically that Mm -hmm. um, Nick Casario role of like player personnel. He was the clear guy to make uh, those decisions. And Bill Belichick said, screw you. He put, I think it's Matt Grow. Yep. He made him part of that and said, He's taking that job because he won't leave. <laughs> I mean, it's fair, but he was so passionate and mad about it and didn't even hide it. He was just like, this guy's going to leave me. Why would I give him that position? Yep. I'd rather give the guy who's not as qualified for it and teach him and bring him up to speed. And he'll be loyal to me for longer than this guy will. I'd like to see, uh, speaking of coaching staff, I'd like to see uh, unrelated to the problems. This is actually almost a po- This is definitely a positive. I'd like to see Mayo become our defensive coordinator. Yeah, I agree. If I, that can happen. It could happen this year because, you know, Bill doesn't do titles. So, yeah. you know, whatever. But if that happens this year, I think that's a major plus so that Bill can help the two Stooges, the expatriates, <laughs> Joe Judge and what's his name? I already forgot. Uh, Patricia. Matt Patricia, who's for – he's coaching the offense and calling plays, which – Yes, he was a head coach. Both of them were head coaches. The things I like about them, both head coaches, unfortunately, both on both terrible teams. I think they were screwed when they went there, no matter what. Yeah. Do they have some redeeming qualities? Maybe. Will I need to see something day one to really convince me that I want Matt Patricia calling plays or Joe Judge? Absolutely, because even Joe Judge – who I thought would be it. I thought he would have been the guy to call plays got beat out in mini rookie camp by Matt Patricia. Joe judge is the big one for me. That scares me. Cause dude, I'm sorry. Patricia to me was not a laughing stock as a coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Cause it's like, dude, look bad. at those lions teams, dude. Just horrendous. 
They didn't just he still have, Did he have Stafford still? I think he did. I think he, I think he did, but still, yeah. like, dude, look at the, I don't look at the Lions teams. I like, know, I know. He was he wasn't a good coach. I'm not saying that, but Joe Judge was an actual embarrassment. I'm talking third and nine QB sneaks at their own two. Like, what are you doing? And it sounded like there was. Or was chaos, it second and nine? Chaos at practice, like. He was trying to make them run like it was the Patriots, and the, the players were like, "No, the hell are you talking about? We're not running." Like, ah, uh, it's just. I think Bill needs. Dude, he's just so stressed, man. He is so stressed this year. I I think like it would benefit him to go Mayo. You're just the defensive coordinator because it's like I feel like he's trying to do everything, and it's just an issue. I think he's okay. trying to do too much. I think if he made Mayo defensive coordinator and had him handle that, the offense would be better. Because that's the thing I care about. The future is in the offense. We need Mac Jones' development to be fantastic. I know. Right? And uh, I don't know. But we'll, we'll quickly talk O-line, which I think is pretty set and good. But that's that's the whole, like, the whole Cole Strange thing, like, was because – now your O line is Isaiah Wynn. I'm pretty sure just for this year. Yeah, he's also on the right tackle, by the way. They switched yes. him to right tackle. And I think it's because he's one on the way out. Two, he's not that good. He's not that good. That's kind of your him and Strange are like your weak points. But like trading Shaq Mason, I was just mad because they didn't get a high pick for him, which I also looked back, and guards just don't get high draft picks. I mean, yeah, it's it's a lineman. Like, what do you – But it saved him a lot of cap, and it's like, on when you had to play. He was our sixth lineman last year, and That's after an good. amazing rookie season, he yeah. has to play. So you had to make space for him. Cole Strange is going to be between Trent Brown and David Andrews, so his development should be good. I just I, gained some weight and I strength. That. I like that, though. He's in, he's right in the there with – our two, I would argue, I not argue, but he our two best linemen. Yeah, he's between our two best linemen as a rookie. That is fantastic for him. It'll make him look better and play better. Yep. And then after that, after those we named, so we got David Andrews, and then you got uh, Trent Brown on the left. I think we're gonna see a big shift this year towards. I'm sure you've heard this, but it makes sense to me in my head. A lot of like a lot more zone, a lot more zone runs. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Niners. That's the example everybody brings up. The yeah. other one is the uh, the Rams. The Rams did it with Todd Gurley, or ever since they've had Todd Gurley until that point, and they still do it now. Like mm-hmm. it just opens up a lot more play action, and I I guess they want Mac Jones to do more play action. We'll see the, if that happens. The offense is fantastic to me. I've second year, been- second year of Mac, and any haters out there. This guy's been putting in absolute work if you've been following. He is the last person to leave practice every single day working on his craft. He he worked out with Tom House, who's the QB guru this offseason. He worked out with him. His, like, gut he had that he got made for him, that's gone. <laughs> it's gone. He looks great. He does he, look great. He is going to have a big year, I think. That's the number one and, thing coming out of camp, too, is that people are championing that Mac Jones is going to be – Amazing this year. Se- second day of practice. I think he went 22 for 23. Like, now, is that our defense? 
is Mac maybe Jones really good. I'd rather it be good that. Good I'd rather him do that than you know. I mean, hey, and it's like you got Damian Harris, Stevenson, James White, now Pierre Strong. Like your running backs are good. The, getting Devontae Parker, I think, is an underrated move. I think he's very I was, good. I, I was going to say something about I that, John. I think he's very – we we think alike, man. Like, he's very good. Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Aguilar. It is kind of annoying. It's like you have, like, four number two to number three receivers. You don't have, like, a one. But I think it's going to be good. And Tyquan Thorne is able to, you know, have his red shirt. And a guy who I think is going to make the team – Trey Nixon. You, you, we're on the same page. Yeah, I think he's going to make the team. He's going to be that six wide out because he's been dominating camp. He's been like the best wide receiver I, I in camp. I and knew then you were say that. You still have Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. And if Jonu gets better, it's like, dang, this offense is good. And I, I think, think Jonu will improve. I think, I think, it, a, I lot think more, a lot less blocking is going to happen on his end this year because of a lot more, like the, I was talking about the zone. They're going to be moving laterally opposed to going like up the field. Yeah. So he's going to be able to actually like, you know, get out for a couple more passes, maybe catch some more balls, you know, make him worth the money we're paying him. Yeah. And uh, something I was going to do a quick hot take real quick, John, I think if we can get now, this is, this has an asterisk next to it because if we can get a healthy Devontae Parker, I could see him going for over a thousand this year and probably like seven tuds. I can see it. But again, asterisk on healthy because in the last five, he's been healthy one season. Yeah. I mean, Kendrick Bourne's the guy I think is going to take a step. I mean, because... how could you not after last year? Again, I said it was a hot take with an yeah. asterisk. There was a lot that needs to happen there. Yeah. No, I, 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 I can see it. Like Kendrick Bourne, or I mean, Devontae Parker, like when he plays, you're like, damn, like he cooked Stephon Gilmore that one I game. Know. Like that he has all the talent. Man. It's no. He reminds me a lot of Mike Williams, honestly, like yeah, the way they play. It's just like when they're healthy, like they're a big impact player. But Kendrick Bourne has that strong chemistry with Mac Jones. And I, I've seen a video just uh, in camp of him doing routes. And it's like, he's fast. He's been I mean, working. What a, like, how could you ask for a better player than Kendrick Bourne? He's great. Listen to his personality. so good. Dude. He, he, he makes YouTube videos. His personality is great. He Loves worships people. Bill, dude. <laughs> I mean, how could you not, dude? That's this amazing. guy's the GOAT. I know. Well, let's run through the schedule. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that quick because I know where. Yeah, real real Cooking quick. Here. Okay. Game one, Pats at Dolphins. I'm saying loss. <laughs> I mean, all right. You go loss. I'll, you, I'll take you I'll want to do it together or do our own? Uh, we can you, we can count. Let's count on our own, and then uh, at the end we can give our scores. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna announce what I what I rate it. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Pat Steelers. Yeah, we'll just do it together then. Screw it. Okay. Pat Steelers. Here's what I'll say. W. W. Pat Steelers. No w. And then Ravens come to the Pats. I'll say one of them's a win. I don't know which I one. I would go as far as saying both are win, but I could see us losing one easily. So I'm going to say they're one and two right now. Okay. Pat's going to Green Bay. I could see an upset because Green Bay, dude, ain't that strong. Dude, we've been so good against Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to lie. You want to say it's a win? I'm saying it's a win, dude. I, I could easily see us beating Green Bay. 
fine. I'll give it to you. Yeah, two and two. Come on. Two and two. Look who we fight next or fight. We, we play next. The Pat, Lions. Pat's Lions. It's at home. I got to say three and two. I got to say three. I do think the Lions will oh, be better. They'll be better, but I. They're losing this game. It's There's Jared Goff. No I, I have a tough time. Pats Browns. This is one where it's very tough to predict right now because is no Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson There's playing? No We're Deshaun. saying no. I'm going four and two. Absolutely. Because look, I personally think he should be banned. Uh, he's I, getting. I would be shocked if he plays at all this year. Honestly, I'm saying he should be banned from the league, dude. The stuff he's been doing, I don't care. Until it's like completely clear, he shouldn't play. Yeah. Pats Bears. At home, five and two. W. Jets are gonna win six and two. Yep. Colts Patriots, I think, is a loss. Yeah, I'll take a loss. Then Matt Ryan, get a little ice on us. So six and three. Pats Jets, again. Another one. Seven and three. Um, that's also after a bye, for reference. So definitely gonna be a win. Pats Vikings. Pats Vikings Thanksgiving. I think loss, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. No. How about, how about we compromise? They either lose to the Vikings or Packers. All right. I can definitely live with that. Okay. 100%. Seven and four. Bills, Pats, they're losing. Yeah. Seven I, can't, and five. I can't argue with that after what they've done to us. I need to see something different. Seven and five. Pats, Cardinals in Arizona. That's. I think it's a loss. Are you kidding me? Kyler's not that good. I, I think, think it's D-Hop a loss. Plays. I don't even think D-Hop plays that game. You want to do a one-for-one one because the next game is Pat's Raiders? Yeah, all right. We, we're beating we'll, the Raiders. We'll do, we'll do eight um, and six. You know though. Bill is calling the plays on both <laughs> sides of the ball. He is beating the Raiders. Well, we'll say they win one of them. So we'll say okay. eight and six. All right, sure. Pat's Bengals. It is at home. I think- at this point in the season, it's going to be a massive game. Sneaky upset potential, too. Sneaky, though. It, we could get cooked on defense the entire game and just lose outright. We'll say one and one because the next game's Dolphins. We're beating the Dolphins. Give me one and one. With the Bills, dude. This is why Come I can't on. do it together, man, because it's like I feel like I have to compromise <laughs> for you. But All like, right, fine. Better... Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll say nine and seven, and then the final game's Bills, which truly depends on the Bills. I think if the Bills are – like have the one seed locked up, we win. Otherwise, I think they lose. If it means anything to them, they're gonna beat us. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think like I'm going like nine and eight. You know what? I so here was my prediction. My actual uh, prediction myself is like seven and ten or eight and nine. See my my I think best case scenario we go ten and seven. Worst case scenario we go. I think I had us at. I don't even remember. But it was like I think we were just barely negative by like a game. So like eight and nine. Yeah, eight and nine. Sorry. So we're like, we're like ten and seven to seven and ten is kind of like our range, I would say. Yeah. Seven and ten is like we got some injuries, dude, or like remember uh, the COVID year when there were just like so many games where it's like they couldn't pull it out. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we'll pull out more games this year than we will like just choke. So if I. I'll, I'm gonna ask you this. Okay. Who has a better record, the Dolphins or Pats? You know what I'm saying. The Patriots <laughs> ten out of ten times. I have no. Listen. 
I have a tough time just being like Tua's going to have a better record than us. As long as Tua Tungavailoa is their quarterback, I, and they have a first-year coach this year, I'm not going to all put it on Tua. I actually don't think he's That's like true. terrible. I forgot about that. I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's good. Oh, I do. I don't think he's <laughs> I Thank you, John. Yo, Ian, if you're listening terrible. to this, your QB sucks. <laughs> I think we definitely have a better record than them this year, though. And and whoever your friend is, you know, I I'll, I'll put some money on that. You don't know Ian. Uh, Ian, Ian from oh, college. I, he was in my math class. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, also um, Mike may not remember me freshman year, but you know, your QB <laughs> sucks too. Yeah, Mike. No, I'm gonna send this to him just so he can listen to. Yeah, the just be like, listen to this. Go to the timestamp before. Listen, I. I need to look at their schedule, but I just could not see a world where they do better than us. I also don't think they'll sweep us this year. I actually also think we could have a chance to do better than like we could sweep them this year, but you know, we'll have to see. There's a chance. Let's say that. Yo, Tyreek Hill just sucks. Dude, like <laughs> the stuff he's saying, dude. Like, what are you talking he's about? Like, yeah, I, I really think that uh two is more accurate than Mahomes and yeah. <laughs> Okay, what are you saying? I have watched the film. I've seen his game. That is not true. So what? Patrick Mahomes it's... overthrows you on a freaking sixty-yard ball. You can't. Tua can't even throw thirty yards. It's so whack, dude. It's whatever. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, um, what are you got any other thoughts, man? Any other uh, Patriots thoughts here? I just think Mac's going to have a big year. Oh, my God. I think Mac's going to have a big year. Um, Guys, I I hope take another step is, like, Duggar. Yep. I hope he can become one of the most feared safeties in the league. Obviously, all the rookies I care about. The the big thing I think that's going to turn, like – the season is how do the combination of Anthony Jennings, Josh Uche, Ronnie Perkins play? Because if they can get you a combined like 12 to 15 sacks and like a lot of the three of them combined. Okay. I guess it's not a lot. So that's like five each. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. It's not crazy. Just like if they can actually put pressure on the QB, <laughs> you're like, I wouldn't beat it. I'm Are you kidding me? <laughs> But, but, like, that's why they draft all these guys. And so, I, I don't know. It's, like, that's just, like, the big thing with me is, like, that has to – if the Patriots are going to go anywhere in that above 500 direction, I think it has to be that. But, truthfully, for me, I'll say, like, they could go, like, 5-12, and 12, and as long as Mac Jones shows clear improvements, I'm cool with the season. Hmm. This isn't their year. It's not. To any past fans good. thinking it is, it's not their year. Next year, the cap clears up and they can make moves. I'm excited. That's their year. Is next year. Max in his third oh, year. Aguilar will be gone. Oh. Aguilar will be gone. You know, you have space for a receiver. Tyquan Thorne will be ready. We'll be able to get OBJ finally. We've been waiting for him all these years, <laughs> bro. I just don't think it's gonna happen at this point. I really don't. Uh, definitely at this but, point, no. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, do you have any final thoughts? Um, other than the worst team in the league this year will be the Seahawks, um, and that the Broncos will be the fourth team in that division. No, 
The Seahawks blow, dude. I hate the Seahawks. <laughs> Got to be one of my least favorite teams. I mean, what do they have left? DK Metcalf? He's holding out of camp. DK Metcalf's gone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, trade him to the Patriots. I don't even, at this point, I don't even know if I need it. We need him. We have too many people. I just say it because we're going to cut. We're going to, I mean, if we trade Myers, I know we kind of need the cap space, actually. I actually don't want him, to be honest with you. I I don't, dude, I don't want to pay a wide out like 18 million. Yeah, right. He is on the last year of his contract. We would need to I, I just, I just don't. It doesn't interest me. That's fair. I am a huge Terry McLaurin fan. That's the only guy I would consider. He is holding out. He is holding I, out because really I feel like me. I thought he I, was like a never do that. I feel like his like money deal is just going to be two to three million less than AJ Brown and DK. And I'm like, I feel like I could convince myself. <laughs> I don't know, but this was fun. This was hey, good. Hey, thanks for I, having uh, me on. This was a great time. Of course, we'll we'll be doing more of these. It's now Pat season. You know, sadly the Celtics lost the finals, so Red Sox are hot. You know, but Pat, Pat's, Pat Celtics, that's my thing. Yeah. That's my thing. I know I was a baseball guy, but yeah, we'll see, not man. as entertaining to watch. We're I do, I do watch. Definitely going to have a lot of uh, podcasts on Sunday nights before we work. We both work on Monday. So, oh, yeah. That yes. is hot. We watch the game. We come back. Yep. We talk about it. JT and I working for the same hey. company. Pretty wild. How's your pre-employment going? <laughs> oh, it's going great. Just had my drug test, dude. Dude, I did mine today. I did mine two days ago. Oh, nice. But all right, we'll close it out here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, stay tuned for uh, some more Pat's talks. Hopefully, JT can join us more often. Um, as you can see, we think very alike. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, tune in next time. <laughs>